Hunter. We're talking real money. Hello, friends, and welcome once again to another exciting episode of Talking Real Money, the radio show and the magical podcast later on. I'm Don McDonald, one of your two hosts, and over there, clear across the country, staring out the window, is Mr. Thomas C. Cock the Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, give him a big hand. Oh, it doesn't work that way without a studio audience. Darn it. Darn it. Oh, hey, you know... Could have done it last week, but yeah, okay. Tonight's a big night here at the McDonald family household. Oh, how's that? Tonight is a big night. Tonight, it just came on Hulu. Just came on Hulu. I was going to rent it. Tonight is the night we watch the 10th Academy Award nominated Best Picture movie. This will be the first year. We've actually watched, we watched them all. Every single what, one. What, what is the one you? What is the one you have? Triangle seen? of Sadness. We have not seen that one yet. It doesn't sound like me. I know, and it doesn't sound like Debbie either. But you know what? She set through you everything. Grind your way through it. She wow, sat okay. there through everything. Wait, everywhere, did she watch all, at once? all Quiet on the Western Front? Okay, she's kind of cheating. She's saying she watched them all, but she's she watched it vicariously through me. She would not watch that is a war a movie. Graphic. Graphic yeah. film. She wow. hated. Yeah. She hated everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. She yeah. hated the banshees of Inisherin. <laughs> Just I hated I saw it. that either. Uh, yeah. Last night we we rented. Oh, whew, uh, women talking. Oh, whoa. There's a heavy show. Oh my gosh, great movie. I, I, but you know, the funny thing is, here me, I enjoyed them all. Every one of them. Good for you. Because there was something right. special about every one of them. Avatar. Avatar we did 3D with the with the Dolby Theater with the seats that went. That was pretty cool. Anyway, hi. Welcome to Talking Real Money, Not Real Pictures. I'm Don McDonald. Yeah. And, uh, and, and money there and, somewhere. And today, well. today we're going to become gamblers. Tom and I, in this episode, are about mm. to become gamblers. We are... I don't know why I agreed to this. I'm feeling badly about it already. All right. I, I am. you got to get to it, though, this, because we're are, out of time. Are we going to get in trouble with Appella for this? Well, we'll find out later. Okay. Uh, for so those here's of you our who bet. either love yeah, go ahead. or hate Jim Cramer, you can now bet against him. He's the, of the CNBC Mad Money. Well, you can bet Cramer, against right? him or you can bet with him. Exactly. you got the inverse Cramer tracker ETF. That is S-J-I-M. <laughs> The inverse of the securities mentioned by Kramer or the long Kramer tracker ETF, L-J-I-M. Don, <laughs> you get to, you don't get to pick. There's, I have a quarter no. in my hand. Because, because okay, my, my tendency. Yes. Would be to take the, the S-Gym. I know. Me too. Um, me too. So we, we can't both Somebody's take the Somebody's got to get the other one. Somebody yeah, has to I take know. the L-Gym. Now. All right. So what are you going to pick? Heads or tails? I've got the quarter right here. How do I know you're not cheating? Well, You're three thousand right miles away. It's right in front of you. You can see it. What do you call? Uh, heads. Tails. It is. I everybody oh. see that's right there. It's tails. Everybody oh. saw that. You're going long, Jim. I'm going short, Jim. Man, sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm going long, Jim Silver. <laughs> and I think we should each put uh, what a hundred thousand in. Is yeah. Reasonable? Yep. This this show is now officially over. Me and me parrot are heading for the high seas. <laughs> so we are actually going to put a hundred dollars in are each we? one of those ETFs. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. So because right. you can do the same thing. If you hate them, you can go against them. If you love them, you can be for them. 
But by, by the way, did you see the expense this may be ratio the on these funds? S- silliest the, thing. the real winner here is Tuttle Capital. I think it's Tuttle. Do you see what they're charging? See now, how can we? Oh, I'm I'm really feeling badly about. Do you see what they're charging? No, I'm just pulling it up. The expense and, ratio, uh, 1.2%. What is it, 1985? 1.2%. That's just plain crazy. Uh, but, okay. So you're going to make Tuttle rich you know, if nothing else. I'm just checking. I'm trying to check and see who's winning so far. They just opened on Thursday, I think. So Okay, well, so far, the long gym is beating yeah. the short gym. Which makes sense because the market had two pretty good days at the end of the week. Okay. So, All right. So when, All right. what are we buying it before the market opens? So that means we have to do it Monday this weekend? Monday morning, the 6th of March. All yes. right. No, we have to place the order tomorrow for, for the okay. open. Okay. All right. All right. 100 bucks. Really? I got to do I gonna, never. I yeah. never risk 100 bucks on anything. I know that's well, that's yeah, so okay. rich that's for my blood. I literally I went one hundred dollars. Not the last time I went. Ga- the last time I went gambling in like a casino was like five or six years ago, and I Don gambled Long. a whopping forty dollars. Tom Short, that's what it is, man. All right, call us eight five five nine three five. Talk console me. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things, a bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know how much money? So good. Do you know how much money's in Elgin? Financial future. Do you know how much money's in Elgin? How much? Two hundred fifty thousand (laughs) dollars. Well, we just we didn't double it, but you know, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Yeah. No wonder they got to charge one point two just to make twelve dollars a year. Yeah, exactly. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Eight five five. This one better really make me rich. Yeah, I don't. You don't even... have to disclose this and everything. Now we got to do all the. Okay, I'm not doing it. No, not doing it. No, 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 <laughs> no. If I have to do any we more just, paperwork, we could just put no. it in a spreadsheet. I could have somebody at work keeping a spreadsheet for us. So we just okay. Well, let's do that. Do I don't want to do. Uh, I, I then no. you have to invest. I yeah, do not. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to have to fill out new paperwork. Is yeah, I know it's nuts. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our phone number. Give us a call. We'll talk about your money as opposed to our stupid investments. And Alan, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Short or long, Alan? What's it going to be? Decades done. And I have Thank two you. questions for you, please. Uh, one, what do you think of thematic ETFs? Those are the ETFs that are on some subject or some topic like health or energy or technology. Or Jim Cramer, short or long. Stop it. You're obsessed. 
No, don't pay any attention to is, Tom. So what do you think about Advantage, my, my, my Medicare Advantage Part C? What are the negatives of a Medicare Advantage Part C, please? Ooh, wow, two divergent, divergent wow. questions. Very different. Tom, I'll let you take thematic. No, no you don't want no. to? Oh, well, thematic? Yeah, thematic, thematic okay, ETFs. Sure. It's just, they're we, like we sector funds. They're like sector. We love Would them. Would you we stop just, it? You should buy the Kramer Fund, or you should buy right. the anti-Kramer Fund. How do I no, turn not, him no, off? I'm kidding. How do I turn probably him Probably pretty off? easily. I'm sure I have Look, a little. I, no, I do have the power. I forgot. I have the hang-up button right there. Do it again. I'm hanging up. Mention uh, Kramer Alan, again. I'm hanging up. Alan, we do not. Thematic funds are bets on sectors. Right. Right. So we're not fans. No, not fans at all. You have period. to pick the right sector. You got to pick the right it's time. Because it, it, no, it's, it's, you a, could do it. it's a timing yeah. thing. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it says, I believe in the future this is going to go up. Well, how do you know that's going to go up? Well, because it's gone up. No, that's not a reason. Just because something has happened doesn't mean it will continue to happen. Things change. Then last year would have been energy. The five years before that would have been health care. But mm-hmm. nobody knew that ahead of time. You don't know it ahead of time. That's the problem. Now, Medi- I'll let you do the Medicare, Medicare That's advantage. Easy. Yeah, sure. Well, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. here's the thing. It's not an easy. It's ju- definitely not an easy answer. Kidding. Medicare yeah. Advantage has its advantages mm. and its disadvantages. The advantage is you you it's it's a one-stop shop for all your healthcare needs. The way it works, you get a Medicare Advantage plan, Medicare pays them a set amount for you. They say, "Here, this is what we think that we're going to end up paying for this guy. Uh you get it. If you can if you can pay less for this guy, you make money." That's yep. what they're planning to do. They're, the plan is, the hope is that they're going to pay less to you than Medicare would pay for your health care. What they're going to do to entice you is throwing things like glasses or at least a discount on glasses, you know, a little portion of your dental covered, uh, things like that. They're going to throw these little, 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 little sweeteners in. Okay. So are you a fan or not a fan then? Which if, is it? Well, if you have the right plan, which is not going to be the cheapest plan, by the way, the cheapest plan is always going to be the HMO plan. Ooh. It generally means you get the worst doctors on the planet. You get the ones who are willing to take the lowest payout, which generally is the worst doctors. If you want the better doctors, you've got to be in the PPO plan, which is the preferred provider option. That means they have a network of doctors, but they tend to be a little bit better. But you still have doctors who are not part of the plan who will not be covered, whereas under Medicare proper, any doctor anywhere you're good. You can go to any doctor anywhere on the, in the country. The other thing is the geographic restrictions you will sometimes have with Medicare Advantage programs. If you plan to live in the same area for the rest of your life uh, or the, the years that you're under the Advantage plan, it may be okay. But you're going to want to really – the problem is you really have to shop for the, for the better plans. You've got to make sure you've got great providers. And the better providers tend to be the people like United and Blue Cross and, and those – um, you don't want some of these little tertiary plans. It's really, really, and you don't, anybody who's offering to buy your groceries, run away because they are going to find a way to not pay. Wait your a minute. Claims. What about Joe Namath? I see him on yeah. TV. Hawk Anything hawked by Joe Namath should be oh, avoided. That's it. Okay. Maybe right. that's the, the only rule, the Joe Namath rule. Um, <laughs> I, I personally am leaning and I know it's going to be a little bit more expensive on a monthly basis for my wife and I when we get to that point. Uh, right now I'm under a private plan, which I love. When I get to the Medicare, must have Medicare, we're leaning toward 
Medicare, A and B, D, and a Medigap. Um, but that's what we're leaning. Who knows by then? But right now, I'm. Some Medicare Advantage plans are not great. They're in fact they're terrible. They're awful. And you know where I'm leaning? I don't know. I got a guy. You got a guy who sells insurance? No, I got a guy who knows this inside and out. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But and Kevin Peterson. Yeah, you'll run through the various options and see yeah, what happens. Yeah. See but, what happens, yeah. But just in a just for because everybody doesn't have their Kevin Peterson in their pocket. Oh. Okay. Um, that well, he's not in my pocket. That's the, the quarter. The general, lost the bet the, on. The general rule of thumb is, as with everything, it depends. Yeah, that's true. It depends. All right. Thank you for the questions. And the, the decades of listening experience. Leslie, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Don. Hi, Tom. Um, hey. I have... You were an afterthought. A, um... <laughs> Hi, Tom. Hi, Don. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Um, I have uh, had um, money in a T. Rowe Price balance fund for a long, long, long time. And I keep hearing you go, T. Rowe Price. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm finally you know, processing this. Uh, having just finished my taxes, I now want to you know, focus on some other things. And I would like to transfer this balanced fund, it's the RPBAX, uh, into um, a Vanguard fund. And my first question about it is, is there such a thing as a uh, balanced ETF that would be equivalent? Because I figure I can roll it over or whatever, whatever we call it, convert it. I don't know. What well, you're going to know what you'd have to do to go from this this fund to an ETF, you would yep. have to sell it and then buy. You wouldn't be any doing any transferring or anything. And is this in well, a I mean, uh, like I... an IRA qualified account account, or is this no. just a regular like brokerage? It's just a regular mutual fund. The balanced it's a balanced mutual fund. It's fifty seventy equity. Um, and I've just had it for a long time. You know, just we did it years ago. You know. Um, and you know, it's, 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 it's not, you know, uh, the problem that I have with it is number one, I just have this one fund that's a P real price and it's just like one extra thing paperwork wise. But the main thing is that you guys, Don in particular has mentioned on a number of occasions that P real price has, you know, particularly high fees and, um, in particular, this is a managed fund, so I feel like, you know, it's time to get out of there. Okay, let's spend just a couple more minutes on this, and we have to take a quick break, so let's get that out of the way, and we'll come back and talk a little more, Leslie. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, we're back. 855-935-TALK is our telephone number, 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We'll try and help you manage money better than before. Now, Leslie has a balanced mutual fund with T. Rowe Price that she's had for many years. Uh, the expense ratio on that is just a bit under six-tenths of one percent, and uh, it is an actively managed fund. And yet, though, she's had it for a long time. And Tom was asking the question, Leslie, 
is this in a regular brokerage account or in a IRA, no, 401k a kind of thing? Any... All yeah. right. So what did you, how, yeah, yeah. how big is your capital gain? I haven't figured that out, but I'm, but I'm thinking if I, first of all, if I switch it from their balanced fund to a Vanguard balanced fund, isn't that a, whatever, a like kind situation no. where I don't have no, 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 no. You're going to sell the fund. You're going to realize whatever yeah. gain is in there. I mean, so okay. that would be the first thing I would look at before I even got into trying to swap it out. Don's right. It's a little more on the expensive side. You could get a similar balanced fund at Vanguard that would be much less expensive. But I wouldn't want to see you just run out and pay a big tax bill do just you, to get out of it. Do you, have, do you have a brokerage account at Vanguard already? Yes, yes. So you've got an account with Vanguard. I have Vanguard. the Vanguard Balanced Index Fund, the VBIAS. Perfect, that's lovely. I already have that. Here's what I would suggest you do. Transfer the T. Rowe Price Fund into the Vanguard, because this is a brokerage account, not Vanguard. They've all gone brokerage. They're all brokerage, so they can take any security into that account. Have them take it into the account, and then over the next five years or so, sell a portion of the T. Rowe Price balanced and move that into the Vanguard balanced index. Yeah. Yeah, that was my initial thought, but then I thought maybe because they were the same kind of fund, you know, that I could actually just, no, can't do it. If you were moving from a Vanguard Vanguard fund to a Vanguard ETF, yes, you could do that. But it's T. Rowe Price to Vanguard, so it is two distinctly different securities, distinctly different portfolios, so it is required that you make the sale, pay the tax on the capital gain, and that will probably reduce what you get by somewhere between, well, who knows how long you held ten it. and twenty percent. Yeah, so it's hard to know. So, well, no, we know. I mean, really, it's going to be between ten and it's going to be in that ten to twenty percent range that she's going to get hit for. Um, so, oh, I, in in terms of the the, the tax, the tax she's going to pay. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but it, it it depends how big the holding is, how long you've held it, right? The what term, the dollar, the amount of taxes, correct? Yeah, but okay. that's what I would do because it, it simplifies the process. It it means you don't have all these different accounts. It means you have that in one account, and then you can set up a systematic yeah. or a, a regular uh, sale and repurchase of the Vanguard from the T Rowe price to the Vanguard. Good luck to you. Thank, good, good thank you so yeah. much for calling. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. And this is part of that plan thing. That's turning out to be a theme for the show. Uh, planning, P-L-A-N, kind of important. One of the other things we talk about in a plan is the tax plan. And You know, it's fascinating, yeah. I mean, that most people don't consider that part of financial planning per se, and they don't think there's any value to it. Because we just we read this p- same piece about this article where they did a survey of investors, and most people believe the investment advisor should be about making them more money. Well, okay, maybe. But the investment advisor should be about the plan, should be about paying attention to taxes. But you all out there think planning is boring and making money is exciting. So I want to talk about the making money part, not about the planning part. But see, we forget, though, that in this – here's a case. If you don't pay money, 
That's the same thing as making it. Well, that's true. It, paying less means making more. So you have to remember that having a plan, while it seems boring, in the money that it saves you in various ways, particularly through tax proper tax planning, is like just like making money. But I want to talk more about this after the break. And that is having a plan should actually end up making you more money. It just, it isn't instantaneous, and we're very impatient. Give us a call, 855-935-TALK. We've got lines open, 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, during the break, we're going to talk about planning in a minute, but we were talking to a previous caller about getting into a Vanguard balance fund, and she asked if there was and a... by the way, let me just interrupt to say what a balance fund is. Oh, yeah, please do that. That's an important yeah, thing. Yeah, a balance fund is one security that holds stocks and bonds. The idea here is that you're balanced between riskier things and less risky things so that you make some of the market, but... You don't give up as much when the market goes in the tank, if you will. Yeah. Now, Vanguard's balanced index fund, which is yeah. a standard. A, it really is a, a standard. Good it's yeah. a good, good fund. It's sure. 60% uh, U.S. stocks and 60 or 40% international or 40% bonds. Yeah. It which does is a very not typical have an international. It does not have no, an international, no international. component, mm-hmm. which is that. something okay. to, to bear in mind. So it's you very, found one where you can get more than it, that. It's very U.S. oriented. Now, yeah. mm. if you live in Canada, I think you know by now that your economy is far, 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 far smaller than that of the U.S. Dramatically smaller. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not one of the biggest economies in the world. Yet there is a, va- a balanced ETF. You need to be careful if you. If you go looking this up, you go, oh, there's a balanced ETF, VBAL. Yeah, let me tell you just a little bit about the VBAL portfolio. Very, very interesting. It's 25% U.S. stocks. Okay. Wait, where are the rest of the stocks? Oh, it's 18% Canadian stocks. A lot of hockey playing fans there or something? It's or? 12% North American stocks. Now, what's the difference between that and U.S. stocks? I don't follow. And it's bond. The, the bonds are basically Canadian bonds. And oh, they okay. do also have an emerging markets component that's tiny. It is a very... Like Vancouver Island or it's something? It's a very emerging strange market. mix. Yes, that is unusual. Of stocks. So you really would not recommend that fund. I would not recommend that fund. And I got to tell you, the Vanguard Balanced Index, I would not recommend because of its lack of an international component. Yeah. You'd be better off having VT and BND and doing your own 60 40. Doing your own 60 40 split. Much better off, I think. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Just some interesting things to share with you that we didn't even know until we looked them up. Uh, and uh, this is one of the things I do during the break. I just sit and look stuff up. It's one of my favorite yeah. things to do. I, I'm always looking at like I'm looking. At, the other day I was looking at the top investing podcast statistics and just stuff like that. This is what I do. We're going to talk about that on one of the podcasts. That's a fascinating topic. 
oh, what, what people listen what to people for listen financial to. podcasts. Yeah. That, it's amazing it's to me. It's not what you think, and it's not us. No. It's not us. Well, okay. The, we're we occasionally were in the top up there, 40 for a time. Top 40. We were. We were. Across the country. Yeah, I know. That's a big deal. No, I know. I know. But Casey Kasem counted it down. I heard it. It's right there. Top 40, man. So He is wow. really stretching for the humor today. I mean, these these are the Vancouver I will Island go anywhere thing. in search of a bad that was joke. Just, I, 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 I don't think even, laugh at the I don't think I even Canadians weekend. thought the Vancouver Island thing was. Ooh. Ooh, speaking of Canadians, you know where Eskimos? Oh, no, t- no, we've done this keep one. Keep their money. Stop it. You stop it with the snowbank thing. Stop it. You've done it like 30 times. I'd say 25, but who's counting? Oh, okay. geez. All right. We want to talk a little bit about planning because we alluded to this before the break. There was a, a recent article in Market Watch yep. and uh, a study done. Who did the study again? I forgot. I don't remember who did the study. Okay, I don't have, have the article in front of me. Well, I made my own you notes. You usually have articles well, in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I know. The thing that I found interesting around the survey, they asked people, and they most people, they say, find financial planning boring. I think I kind of mentioned this. But they yeah. find making money exciting. So they go to their advisor, and it's all about how much money you're going to make me, not about the value of a, an advisor. And this is not a pitch, by the way. This is to help you select an advisor, you, the public, don't think much value of uh, as from financial planning nor tax planning. People think, by the way, tax planning is doing tax returns, which it could no, be a small a, part of it, but it's not. No. It's definitely not. Um, the other thing that came out of the survey, is, and you're going to like this one, is that while financial planners give out a lot of advice, oftentimes people do not follow that advice. <laughs> they, they say, oh, yeah, thanks. And then they go do the opposite. Well, we know that. Um, or yeah, we know that from buyer, the show. Yeah. Hey, Don, yeah. Tom, I listen to you all the time. I follow your advice, and I mm. have uh, I have these twenty three stocks <laughs> in my portfolio. Yeah. To whom did you listen? Which part? To yeah, whom not that part, did you yeah. listen? But there's something really interesting here. People don't think it's worth paying for advice. Yeah. Um. And and what is worth what peace of mind? What is that worth? We'll talk more. Tom and Don are talking real money. In medicine, a second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost, no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back. 855-935-8255 is the phone number to dial here. Dial, yeah. Turn the little numbers on your phone. Good luck with that. Uh, the, the survey we're talking about, the financial planning, the financial advice survey, was done by T. Rowe Price recently. And they found that uh, this is an interesting fact. 
retirees, 45% of retirees pay for financial advice of some kind. <laughs> the devil's mm, in those details, ain't it? Indeed, yes. Uh, but only 26% of those still working pay for financial advice. Yeah, right. But the reality is, um, my guess, my estimate is that uh, about overall, about 3 to 4% of these people are actually getting true fiduciary advice, totally, based on those numbers, that it's 3 or all 4% of all people. All the 100%. Yeah, pretty sad. But here's the rub. This is what their survey found. And the it's the wording that really makes a difference. People don't place much value on financial planning if they can't see a day-to-day -day return. Day-to-day. -day. An immediate, like, okay, if I do this, I make 5%, and if I do you, I make 6%. That's the immediate. You're never going to see that anywhere. Those are, if anybody tells you that, that they're going to do X and versus Y, then they're liars. They're just well, liars. Or, or in any way sells returns. Yeah. That's but, not a good way to hire somebody. But can you make more money if you hire an advisor? Well, we know by looking at a number of different studies, Vanguard's is one of them. I think even this one said that they believe that to be true. But Vanguard's is like 3% a year more. Vanguard did some very, the, very, very yeah. detailed math on this. And as a matter of fact, just go yeah. look up the Vanguard Advisor Alpha Study. Or you can find it at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com slash help. You can find the study there and read it yourself. So and here's another thing to think about before you go to the question. Yeah. Many of you, many, pay people that operate the mutual funds that you own 70, 80, 90 basis, point, point eight, point seven, all that. You're not getting anything other than the, and I'm using air quotes here, management. Oh, now they're buying wait a and minute. selling stuff, and they're charging you. Right, and our management, we're our extra services are what's going to make the difference, Tom. Well, I'm getting, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting to that. Jeez. So you're in some ways you're already paying what you would be paying an advisor who charges less than uh, than one percent, and they're out there. Number two. You're getting that plus the funds because if you buy inexpensive, you get the whole package where you get all the other things, the planning, the tax planning, all that stuff. And most people do not think that through. So uh, in my bottom line is you're paying for it oftentimes and you're not getting anything for it. You pay attention way too much to returns instead of having an advisor that builds the plan, keeps you on track. Part three would be the style, right? Because this is another part that people don't think through. I would only hire somebody that is 100% fiduciary that uses low-cost index or index-like funds. That is it. Anybody else, it's a bunch of nonsense. It really is. Well, and I was trying to make that distinction between the fiduciary advisors and the non-fiduciary advisors, the, the brokers who act as advisors and yet who sell yeah. you product. And and I made a a, a comparison for the, the retirement, retirement where yeah. I compared – different funds and let's like for example you go to an advisor and you get the american balanced a share fund i'm trying to use comparable portfolios here similar portfolios you would pay a maximum commission of 5.75 percent and an annual fee every year of 0.56 
So remember, 5.75% of your money vanished from the get-go. So if you put $10,000 in, you only had 9400 and change. Yeah, crazy. Now, a lot of these advisors, in an attempt to make it appear that they're non-commissioned, will sell you what are called C-shares. The American Balance C-share has no upfront commission, but it does have an annual fee of 1.31% per year. Wow. Now, what yeah. do you get for that 1.31? Well, a big chunk of that goes to pay back the commission that American Funds already paid to the advisor. So are you getting any extra services for that extra 80 basis points a year you're paying? No. No. So you could go to Vanguard and get the Vanguard Balanced Index. No advice, but you'll only pay seven one-hundredths of 1% per year. But you're not going to get any ongoing advice. Now, if you went to a company like ours, Appella, and you got into a 60-40 portfolio, which is a pretty involved portfolio, a lot of stuff in that, mm-hmm. the commission up front is 0%. The maximum total annual fee, including the cost of the mutual funds and ongoing advice that is personalized to you and a plan even, 1.15% per year. Or which less. Is, which is reasonable. Yeah. That's, that's less fair, than think. the American Balance Fund for which you get no advice. Exactly. This is the, I was just trying to get to that, right? You're paying it, but you're not paying for the thing you need. Right. You're paying yeah, extra, but you're not ex- getting anything you yep. need. Yeah, exactly. So, so, one, you need a plan. Two, you need to get it from the right people. Three, go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help. Four, give us a call anytime at 855-935-TALK or send your questions in at talkingrealmoney.com. And five, I've got a question. Yeah. I I think I do. Hi, this is Carolyn. What I wanted to know is um, I'm going to be taking out probably $13,000 this year from my um, IRA. And I have it in the prime cap, which I'm really happy with. Um, so I'm wondering, is it, how do I take this out? I don't, I feel like I'm going to need it this year, but should I drag it out, do it in several steps? Should I move it from the traditional to the Roth? Um, anyways, so I wanted advice on that. Thank you. Hi, so, this is Carolyn. Sounds like it's Carolyn. Uh, she, yeah, she's, she has, she's here. She's there. Sounds she's like everywhere. she has an RMD issue. She's trying yeah. to figure out how to take the RMD. What do you think? Well, okay. So at the the most basic part is when to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is you going to just sell shares of that uh, fund and move it to cash and move the cash to yourself? The when is... Yeah. Okay, generally, as you know, the market has a general upward bias. So when we do required minimum distributions for our clients, we tend to do them at the end of the year if they don't need the money. Mm-hmm. Because the market, the expectation, when you make a little more money, you take the money However, she did add the little qualifier in there that says, I may need the money. Yeah. In that so case, then, you take it when you yeah. need the money. In, exactly. I mean, to do more than that, to say, well, I'm going to kind of – Dollar cost average out, et cetera, et cetera. I know of no certain advantage to doing that rather than either if you need the money, take it, or B, waiting on the RMDs till the end of the year. Because waiting should leave you with more money. It should. Not every year because, like, last year it went down, et cetera. So, but in a general sense, yes. Right. But, again, we're getting lost in the weeds. Yep. 
we get so caught up in the minutia, the the whens, the whats, the timing, the the taxes, the all of this stuff. Everybody should have gone. And by the way, she just has prime cap. She should have. This is just a lesson for others. Had gone into this with a plan that would have told her when to do all this stuff. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And as we've said, having a plan is so important. And so to help you do that, we provide our advisors to anybody who wants some help. We do it without cost. We do it without obligation. We even do it without a sales pitch. And we've been saying that for years. And so far, everybody's done what they're supposed to do. And nobody's pitched anything. Uh, and all you have to do just to make this happen is just go sign up for a meeting. You just go to talkingrealmoney.com and click there. There's a button there that says meet an advisor. And that will just take you to a little form. You fill it out. And soon you'll be meeting with an advisor for free, for nothing. And it's so easy. Talkingrealmoney.com. Just go there. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial product or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.